Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive. Today I'm excited because we're actually making a change up in the lineup today. Um, my usual partner in crime, Tommy, is not with us today, but instead we have who I would consider his better half, his hmm. wife, Mare. Can you say hi, Mare? Hi. <laughs> awesome. And today we also have with us our two kids pastors here at Colonial Church, Pastor Liz and Aaron Creasy. Say hello, Creasy's. Hello. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> What's up and hello? Um, yeah, this is really exciting. Um, Pastor Liz actually gave a message the other day on the Sunday here at Colonial um, titled Matters of the Heart. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. It was pretty awesome just to start off. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it immensely. I know you <laughs> so kind of joked about it when you first started. You were like, um, this isn't like a Valentine's Day message designed for, right. for the girls, you know? Right. And it definitely wasn't. Um, let's just dive into it right away. Matters of the heart. Where did this come from for you? Well, a few weeks back, Pastor Matt uh, and Pastor Jill asked me to bring bring the word on Sunday and and trying to decide. This is the first time I've ever given a message for 30 minutes. Um, and so the advice they gave me was, what could you talk on? Just talk on for half an hour yeah. what's well, yeah. something you're so mm-hmm. passionate about that you could just That's go cool. on and on about it yeah. um and so then i brought them a couple of options but as i as i kind of like processed and thought through this idea of matters of the heart it just became really clear that that was not just something i could talk about but something i feel like god has spoken to me so much about mm-hmm. and and yeah. it was a real like word for our house yeah. Um, in this season. That's awesome. Yeah. Was it different? Um, your usual audience is like average age of like seven <laughs> to nine, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, totally. So it was a total yeah. different feel, I would assume for you. But did that affect the way um, you went about like creating this message? Like, or does it, is it kind of the same process for you, whether you're in kids or out in the, the main area there? Yeah. Yes and no. I think, I think I had the unique opportunity to have the perspective of usually being with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see that as a setback. I see that as a, right. as a real asset yeah. and, and privilege to speak to the greater church because Jesus says to enter the kingdom of heaven, you have to become like a child. Yeah. So I, I just thought it would be a really great morning to almost like just speak to the, the child's heart inside of everyone. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I actually, I loved being able to speak to church. Um, I didn't have to, you know, prepare costume or props like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like usual in kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been fun if you had costumes and yeah. props, though. I mean, <laughs> it would have worked out well. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. And that's awesome. Um, so, again, the, the message was titled Matters of the Heart. And one of the things that you said um, kind of early on in the message that I found really cool was you said, the heart, when, when God's word speaks about the heart, it's not like this anatomical thing. It's not even like an emotional thing. It's like our innermost being. Right. Like, mm-hmm. where did that come from for you? Where did you find that kind of uh, idea? Yeah, so I, I did some research, actually. Um, commentaries, 
study study Bible commentaries, all that sort of thing, because I wanted to know like literally what what the the word was originally right. that he was speaking to, and what the context was of the proverb um, Proverbs four that I spoke from. Um, and I thought, oh, that makes a lot of sense, you know, rather than um, coming at it and it being a teaching on the difference between, you know, like spirit, soul, flesh, yeah, or yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. you know, I felt like, you know, the heart in this context is actually referring to our innermost thoughts, like our thought life is included yeah. in that. Right. And, yeah. and referencing the fact that there's over 800 mentions of the heart in scripture, that's what it's referring to. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. nuts. What mm-hmm. was that statistic you gave, like 800 of the heart, and then you gave another one, I think. Do you remember um, what it was? Yeah, faith is mentioned only about 350 times. Wow. That's crazy. So the heart is pretty important when it comes to yeah. God's yeah. word. Yeah, that's Absolutely. crazy. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Um. You also talked about, you had like three major points, because we're a three-point church most of the time. <laughs> um, true to form. The, <laughs> true to form, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, and the first one was, uh, my heart is my responsibility. Um, and I feel like at that moment, that would have been a gut punch to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people like struggle with that idea, like that I'm in charge of my heart. Um, and I'm the one that's responsible for maintaining my heart and maintaining this kind of, um, all the emotions and everything that come along, comes along with that. Like, so for you, what did you want people to take away from that? That idea that my heart is my responsibility. Yeah. I just, I just really feel like this generation of people and where we're at in the world, it's, you know, all about your opinion of other people. Hmm. And so the focus can often be outward. And if I'm having a tough day, my automatic response internally is who can I blame for this yeah but in reality like at the end of the day uh God's God's given us a beautiful gift of you know being able to be aware of what's going on inside of our hearts and um yeah I I definitely acknowledge the fact that not everything that happens to your heart is your fault yeah Yeah. and I think that's really important to acknowledge but the fact that like but today God's given me an opportunity to partner with him mm-hmm. and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and kind of like sift through what what is in there no matter what that is. Right. Yeah. Um yeah. and kind of move forward from that and think thinking in the context of my heart is my responsibility. Like, you know, I compared it to the trunk of a car. Yeah. Like what's in it, you know? So and some yeah. sometimes your room gets dirty, but that doesn't mean that you don't still have the opportunity to put things away or like recognize yeah. what's where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I love Aaron that you, uh, you've, you've fessed up to the, yeah. Yeah, it's totally my lunchbox. It yeah, <laughs> we were actually talking about it, uh, later that night. And I was like, I, it was like alone. I was like, and I wasn't just saying that that was totally my lunchbox. Like I totally <laughs> remember. And she's like, yes, I know it was yours. <laughs> That's like, I tried to take the fall. I was like, no, I wouldn't let you do that. Uh, yeah. For those of you who may not have listened to the, uh, the message already, um, she references pastor Liz references rather a dirty lunchbox that was left in a trunk for a long time. Um, and it turned out to be her husband's, which is, yeah. I mean, I get it's it. It's totally normal. I, I, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, Truthfully, I've never lunch, left a lunchbox in a trunk, though, I'm going to be honest. Really? Uh, well, I have. You're, well, you're like the cleanest person that is no, alive. No, yeah, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, but I saw, I thought it was kind of cool. You kind of mentioned or alluded to it that um, when we're cleaning out our heart, like cleaning out our heart regularly, mm-hmm. and you alluded to like, we can't clean out our heart if we don't know what's in it. 
Yeah. And it kind of gives me that picture, like you said, like cleaning out a trunk mm-hmm. of a car and almost like cleaning out a room. But you can't really clean out a room if the light's turned off. Do you know what right. I mean? You can, yeah. you can try yeah. to, but yeah. you have to be aware of what's wow. in your heart. Yeah. And I, I thought that was a really cool thing that you kind of alluded to mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Totally. I love, too, when you were saying how, like... You know, if the lunchbox, the the idea that like if the lunchbox was in the trunk or like the dirty things that are in our heart, um, like the longer they're left there, the worse of a mess it is to yeah. clean up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, why yeah. not take responsibility and tackle these things earlier on so that they don't get moldy and gross and stink, and mm-hmm. so our lives don't stink out of overflow of that. You know, I thought right. that was really powerful. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, your second point in this message was um. My heart was made for purity. Um, Impurity is like a really heavy word, especially when Mm -hmm. it comes to faith and just life in general. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of images that go along with that. I'm sure people have some preconceived notions of Mm -hmm. just even what you, that statement, my heart was made for purity, what that might mean. Right. What did you mean when it comes to that statement, my heart was made for purity? Yeah, I think, well, actually a few years ago, I remember going through this season of kind of just asking God, like, what what part of your own character have you, you know, deposited in me or what do you want to teach me about yourself? Mm. And I feel like what he really showed me is that like it's it purity is a beautiful thing. Purity doesn't mean, you know, like what we all think it may mean. Yeah. Your yeah. virginity or not. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Um, right. Purity purity is God's intention for all of us because we're created in the image of a, of a pure God. It's, yeah. The Bible says he makes us as white as snow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thought of purity is just like, what was his original design for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what did he dream in his heart that you would reflect his nature yeah. by caring, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. so I, I did mention like the heart of a child like mm-hmm. it's so pure and mm-hmm. like that's kind of what I'm referring to when I think of purity and if everything flows from your heart mm-hmm. then like our life should also reflect that purity yeah. but I think people get kind of cringy talking about the the fruit of a heart of purity when yeah. in reality yeah. the issue's always the heart yeah yeah that's so good I also liked um in reference to what you said if everything flows from our heart we should be concerned with what's flowing into our heart mm-hmm. and you like reference yeah. like purifier when it comes to water and stuff like that right. and it's funny because i had never thought about it in that way but you you basically were like we spend so much time thinking about like how clean is the water we drink right mm-hmm. but we don't think about like how clean is the stuff that is going into right. our hearts right like, and that yeah. to me was that was a gut punch mm-hmm. moment i remember yeah. sitting in the booth with tommy and he just goes "Ooh," you know like <laughs> yeah it was pretty intense yeah. so um where did that come from for you like what where did that thought process come from yeah i think in my life personally, I'm I'm a very sensitive person. I know that things affect me maybe deeper or stronger than your average person. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so I, I have to be careful to guard what I put in my mind and what mm-hmm. I put in front of my mm-hmm. eyes and what I, yeah. you know, engage in because that really does affect me deeply. Yeah. But I, I also think that that's kind of part of, something we can kind of turn our eyes towards that God has for us that, you know, like we think we might be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if, if our hearts, if everything's flowing from our hearts, like it actually really matters the purity of what you're putting in. Right. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. good. And, and, and the proximity to 
the source like mm-hmm. you're saying that's where purity comes from and it's it's cool thinking about that like the stream for instance is like the farther away it gets from the mountain the more bacteria and whatever it mm-hmm. picks up in it you know what i mean right. that's that's so cool yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of yeah, ties in with beautiful. what pastor matt's been talking about yeah i think mm-hmm. if we can use the word proximity in everything we as do as much this as year, possible proximity, proximity. <laughs> yeah we're gonna drive in the fact that's good well i just want to say i think the way that you talked about purity came from such a place of freedom for yourself Absolutely. and i think you gave people insight like or you you just made it so approachable and available for other people in a way Mm. I think um that was so beautiful because you just talked about it as like this free gift that we get Mm -hmm. that I think we kind of think comes with all these strings or like you know um I don't know I just too like yeah like we think of dirty in this we don't really ever focus on like the good part of it. We just feel focus on like how we yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like being yeah. pure, it's like yeah. oh, I'm not pure. I'm just bad. And it's yeah. like, nope, that's not what God intended, right? Like, yeah, but you talked about it with such freedom, and so that I don't know. I just thought that was really encouraging. I'm sure that that resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your awesome. um, your third per- point, I think to me was the one that needed, at least from where I was sitting it was the more complex of the thoughts. And like, Mm -hmm. so I'd love for you to kind of break it open. But the third point was my heart was knit for eternity. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And there was one thing that you said in particular that I thought was really excellent. And you said your gifting can't take you where your heart can't sustain you. Yeah. Right. And I was like, okay, that'll preach. Like there there it is. So maybe um kind of unpack that statement and just talk about that concept of like your your the idea that your heart was knitted for eternity. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's there's kind of like two facets to that that I really wanted to get across. And the first one being that it's not just about the here and now. Mm-hmm. Like what satisfies us, what we're focused on in the day in and the day out. Like it's not yeah. just about what's here and now. Mm-hmm. Like let's lift our eyes to see that we were created yeah. for eternity. And then the other the other element to it was for people who might not know Jesus, the the scripture in Ecclesiastes three that says the human the heart what is it? Um, we can look it up. The human heart etern- God has set eternity in the human yeah. heart. That's okay. what it is. Yeah. Cool. So every single human heart mm-hmm. has a gap in it that can only be filled by them yeah. realizing yeah. That they were made for more mm-hmm. yeah, and that right. they were made to have a relationship with Jesus. So I just like above anything else, we want people to realize that like fulfillment for every part of your life stems from that heart relationship and yeah. surrender to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the thought of, you know, your gifting can't take you or your heart can't sustain you. Um, that needs to be on a t-shirt. I think, I mean... Everyone goes through seasons in life, but I just think that God is so aware of the in-between. Mm-hmm. Like to mm-hmm. us, we have goals and mile markers in our life, and we kind mm-hmm. of feel like God vacates the premises when we're mm-hmm. not seeing what we believe for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like comparing it to David in the field tending his sheep or being Mm. anointed to be king, and then it's 30 years until he actually gets that, like what did he do in the waiting? Like his heart was Mm -hmm. still completely devoted to God Mm -hmm. in every single day. And I think that 
you know, like someone told us one time, changing the world looks like a lot of ordinary days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's such like the beauty of the mountaintops come from walking through the valley yeah. with yeah. God, yeah. having right. him surround you, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's so good. Honestly, since since moving here and and seeing God work in so many ways and him just giving us the revelation of just how important the ministry for kids is. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely elements to it. And I'm like, what am I doing? Right. Or, yeah. or God, do you see this? Is this really what I'm, you know, called to do? But yeah, I think it can be challenging in any season of life with anything mm-hmm. you feel yeah, called yeah. to. Right. Yeah. Um, but definitely more in the last few years where there's been, you know, for us personally, a deeper, deeper level of surrender, Absolutely. I think comes a deeper revelation Yeah, that it's all God's yeah. and yeah. that he's choosing to let us be a part of it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Right. It's kind of freedom in that, right? Like, yeah. It yeah. <laughs> takes the pressure off. Totally. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we also had like a couple of years there before we were moving here when we did have a season where we weren't necessarily on the mountaintop like mm-hmm. where we're at yeah. now in a weird way is kind of like a mountaintop in comparison to where we were. Yeah. And it, during that time, of course it's difficult to, to when you're going through it to right. be like, man, it, is this, is this, is this it? Like, am I on the right path? Am I doing mm-hmm. the right thing? Mm-hmm. But that, you know, not that that's what matters, but you get those doubts, you know, that sink into mm-hmm. your heart and, it's, it takes diligence and faithfulness to be able to, you know, push through that. And mm-hmm. that it can be so difficult at times. And that's why we need each other. You yeah. Know, for yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. as far as Liz and I, you package know, deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a package deal. We need each other, you know, because you lean on one another in those in those moments. But I think it's natural to have, you know, moments where you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. 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 And, and that, in a way, is kind of checking your heart in kind of a backwards yeah. way. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking as you guys were talking about that, about how cool it is that um, nothing's wasted. Like, yeah, God will use those valleys. And, um, you know, you almost I think I've heard people say and I think it's been true of my own life that you learn more in those like harder moments and the times where you have to check yourself. Yeah. The times where you have to like change your perspective and force yourself to see things a different way than you naturally are. Yeah. So, um you know, that's actually beautiful in a way because it leads mm-hmm. you back to dependence on God yeah. to do anything that's in your hands. Yeah. I think now that I've, we talked about this a little bit, I've like kind of reframed how I would have even asked that question, but just well, let's the idea. do it again. Well, we don't have <laughs> yeah. to. We don't have to. Uh, Circle back around. No, but, but just the idea of like, I've, I find myself occasionally like in a season where like I haven't been in the right place to like, keep doing what I'm doing properly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. those heart check moments for me where it's like, that's my heart not being able to s- sustain like what God has mm-hmm. called me to do because yeah. I wasn't right. in the right place. Right. And yeah. so those have always been like hard, but really like growth moments, you mm-hmm. know, and like you learn so much from those moments. And I think you're right, Aaron, like just having, having a spouse or someone with you mm-hmm. who yep. is supportive is like a hundred percent the necessary. Yeah. I know I couldn't do it without my wife. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and yeah. also if you don't have like that person next to you, mm-hmm. I think that kind of leans into what Liz said at the end of her uh, message was if, if God uh, can find David in a field, he can find you yeah. where you're at. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That whole part mm-hmm. is so powerful just cause it's like, 
you know, I, f- I feel like we've all had times where it's like, man, am I even seeing, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. it's like that encouragement of like, no, if, if God found David in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. you yeah. Know, yeah, then he can find you where you're at. Yeah. That was so yeah. Good. And that also reminds me of when we were finishing college and we were like, okay, God, like use us for your ministry. Like, let's do this thing. You yeah, know, yeah. you totally have a picture of what that should look like like, tomorrow and um so christine kane spoke a message about how this generation i think she was speaking to the women but she was saying like you want to take the baton in the relay from the last generation but you haven't started running yet Mm -hmm. and how like that's how you drop it and that's how you fall and like Mm -hmm. you're not warmed up yet you don't know and so like i remember being like, that was so convicting to mm. me, like mm-hmm. in talking about the seasons where you maybe don't see or you're like, really, God, you mm-hmm. know, that that those that's so necessary to our faith, yeah. you know. And yeah. I think that especially being young or being like in the in, in between, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. the <laughs> the field and the yeah. whatever throne or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's so good to remember that. And then mm-hmm. also to have community around you. I mentioned Sunday about like how we have the generations in our house. It's so powerful because there's people going through things that now I'm like, Oh God, I see what you were doing there. And likewise women along in the journey Mm -hmm. and people that can look at us and be like, you're on the right track. Like just keep turning up, just stay like the the fruit is in staying planted. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's something really beautiful about our family here is like you said, it not only is it multi-generational, but it's like truly it comes from so many different walks of life and so many experiences that you couldn't get anywhere else. Right. Like other than like the house of God. Like yeah. it's just yeah. like 100%. we have people here that have gone through things where I'm like, you've been through what? Yeah. You know? And then right. they look at things that I'm going through and like, Oh yeah, I did that once. Like, yeah. Yeah, let me talk to you about <laughs> yeah. it. And like, Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Right. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Let me lean into that. Yes. Yeah. Sounds that's good. awesome. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I hope people are just encouraged mm-hmm. that they're doing better than they think they are. Yeah. yeah. When it comes yeah. to this, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how you walked into today. Like what matters is what's in your hand right now and that you're not unseen by God. And so like take a deep breath and like anything can happen That's in the awesome. very next moment. Mm-hmm. Surrender yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I loved in the message uh, where you said towards the end that you're like, take a deep breath. We're yeah. almost done. And I was exactly. like, it had like, I know like part <laughs> of it was like a little silly, but it was also like really kind of pointed because you were like, yeah, this is just chill take a deep breath you're gonna yeah. get through this <laughs> yeah yeah i so. just um this was just in aaron's notes but it says in a moment god can tear down the walls that we took years to build up that was something you said yeah. on sunday and i think it's to that same point like we're not the ones doing the heavy lifting like if we're right. just yeah. surrendering god will rearrange the pieces of our hearts into where they need to be yeah, yeah. and take away the things that don't need to be there mm. um yeah so just the way you delivered the whole message, I think carried that piece of knowing that like there's work to be done, but it's not all up to us. Right. You know, like it's mm-hmm. our, our responsibility to oh, position great. ourselves yeah. for that. But God's going to be doing the one, God's the one doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I always think it's funny because so many of these times and these moments where I realize that a lot of my walk, with Jesus is simply just surrender. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, right. it's not just a cheesy worship song lyric. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Legitimately right. how it is. Yeah. Like, so true. Okay, I'll thing. start. I'll yeah. stop making fun of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. 
Yeah. Oh man. Well, this was awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate Thanks, you being Chris. here. Um, and I just going to go ahead and put it out there. We need to hear from you more. Absolutely. Yeah. Platform. No, you're shaking your head. No, <laughs> I'm not, not <laughs> shaking my head. <laughs> we hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session. Until next time, God bless. I hope you enjoyed that deep dive. Just also wanted to invite you to subscribe to my brand new leadership podcast called Leadership with Matt McClory. Super excited for you to subscribe to that and listen in as we always look for practical opportunities and instruction from God's word to grow our leadership in life. So every different area, there's always opportunities and ways to grow. So subscribe to that. Check it out. Matt McClory Leadership. Leadership.